Hello, my friends. Over the past number of weeks, our ACP class has been in motion and we're getting to the point where we are studying a little bit more. One of the last things that Roy and I talked to you about was this topic, the seven wastes of lean manufacturing. So I'm gonna go over those with you really quick. We're gonna add one more variable to the seven and we're gonna make it eight. Now let's start off explaining what these are one by one. The first one is defects. And defects refers to a product that has deviated from standards of its design or from the customer's expectations. When you get a defect, you gotta replace that defect. The concept of defects should also come with that concept of paperwork, paper trail, human labor, perhaps losing customers. How about a loss of reputation? And these are some of the associated downsides to defects. So we're gonna go with D for defects. The next one we're gonna take a look at here is O for overproduction. And overproduction means you have exceeded demand and you're producing more than was ordered. You're producing more than was needed. Overproduction comes with other downsides, right? It's not just the materials itself. It's also the excess parts, the labor, the materials that have been consumed, the time, the energy. Think about the emissions that have been wasted when you produce something that is not needed at that time. The next one is W. And W is for waiting. Waiting refers to time that you've wasted because production has slowed down or it's been halted or one step in the production chain is impeded. For example, if one task in the production chain takes longer than another, then the task that takes more time must be made more efficient. Perhaps add more individuals to that, as we would say, crash by adding more people to it, or you need to better coordinate the workflow to make up for that wasted time. The associated downsides with waiting, you got labor that you're paying for, energy, lighting, heating, cooling, and things such as that. Not a good place to be. Just remember the key word, process bottlenecks. Those are the bad things, process bottlenecks. Now the next one is not one of the original seven you learned. This is N and it's a new one. It's non-utilized 
talent. We didn't talk about this in the class, but I want you to be aware that when you ineffectively use human resources, when you misallocate people, this is also a form of waste, non-utilized talent. Let's move on to the next one. The next one is T for transportation. And what we're talking about here is inefficient shipping methods. Whatever that might look like in your realm, in your sphere of production. You might also hear people say, transport causes cost in waiting as one part of the production chain has to wait for material to arrive. But it's not just the transport that's the issue. You have additional costs associated with this transportation issue. You've got environmental costs, you've got gas costs, transport packaging, maybe even potential damage to the product as you're moving from one place to another, right? So transport itself in this realm does not add value to the product. Whether you got it there hours earlier or hours later, doesn't add value to the product itself. And that's why you want to minimize the cost of transportation because it doesn't add any value. The bottom line is getting it there as efficiently and as cost-effectively as possible. Resources and the factor of time are used in handling these materials that we're talking about. So it's important that we focus on doing it expediently, training, implementing safety precautions, depending on what is being transported and so on. You get the idea. Let's go to our next one. Now, as we're going down the list, take note, because the idea is to discuss it in such a way that you will remember these. Let's talk about the next one. The next one is I. I is for inventory. And when we talk about inventory, the waste here could be holding on to a surplus of a material or product. This again is a form of waste because inventory occupies space. You've got the waste of storage, you've got the waste of capital tied up in unprocessed inventory, just staying there for one year without being used. What a waste. Well, those resources could have been used for something else. You've got the waste of transport in the inventory. You got the waste of the containers used to hold the inventory, right? You got lighting going on in the storage space. You got excess. These are all waste. 
The environmental impacts associated with inventory waste could be thought of as the packaging, deterioration, or damage to work in process. Uh, additional materials that you may use to replace damaged or obsolete inventory and so on. Let's move on to our next one. We've got a couple left. And the next one is a letter M. And this is motion. When we talk about motion, waste, we're talking about the unnecessary motion associated with a product or material or people. So wasteful motion, whether it's by a person that could be minimized or a machine, if we have excess motion, that's waste because we could do it more expediently. Think about it from an environmental perspective. Needless waste of materials that you would use to replace worn machines from excessive motion. Another one is the health, the health of employees, overburdened employees, walking up from one part of the job floor to the other, whereas that could be minimized by planning a more streamlined process so that motion is minimized. You know, there, there are many, many costs that we could continue to think about when we talk about motion. Additional wear and tear, that will result in depreciation of those assets and so on and so forth. All right, I see you are aware now. The train has come. Now, I know you're smart. You're probably looking at this and saying, okay, Phil, what's the acronym? It's downtime, right? So we have one more factor here, which is the E. And the E is for extra processing. And it's just doing busy work. You know, I like the Agile Manifesto. It says, simplicity, the art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. So we got to keep it simple. All of that extra processing, stuff that is not needed, doing more work than is needed, that is waste in and of itself, just busy work. Now you can see why we often say the world of Agile is very tightly linked to the world of lean, all right? So when we say extra processing, we're referring to components of the process that are necessary. Uh, for example, uh, applying paint to an area of the building in the basement in an elaborate fashion, and this place will never ever be seen by humans entering that building, but yet you wasted tens of thousands of dollars painting the lower parts of the basement where no one's ever gonna be, right? So it doesn't add any value to the product in and of itself, just leave it out. The environmental impact of such actions could be 
excess paint in that example, excess labor, any other raw materials, the time used to paint the place, the energy, emissions, and so on. So now my friends, you have got these eight wastes. So we're gonna make a little edit because the traditional seven did not include this. You don't see the non-utilized talent, but that's a new one. I learned that from my teacher and I decided to put it in <clears throat> my scrum teacher when I learned Scrum, and this is one that I learned from him, from Tom. So I put it in here, okay? Let's go ahead and uh, do a little format to make it a bit more memorable. And you can take a screenshot and you can use this as a vehicle to remember, okay? Uh, ACP is a different animal. I mean, they could come from any angle for ACP. I, I would rather be prepared than not, you know? So go over this a few times, make sure you've got a good understanding of downtime and what exactly it all means, okay? Now, with that said, we've got to talk about the alternate view of these eight wastes, if you will, right? We're gonna talk about these wastes from a software perspective, all right? I am deliberately talking very slow so that it sinks in because I know for some of you, this, this is a new area. You didn't learn this for PMP. In fact, we have some questions that one of our question writers has written on the learning system so when you take the ACP mock exam, the second one, not Roy's mock exam, but when you take the second mock exam that's on our system, you are going to come across this topic in different forms. <laughs> so just be aware of that. There's a reason, there's a reason why I'm teaching it to you because the next mock exam that we deliver to you yeah, you're going to come across this topic a few times. I, I want you to have something to, to play with. All right. So now we're going to talk about the seven wastes of software development. Okay. Seven ways of software development. And all of these are going away, we are going to replace them with something else. All right, so let's begin. So let us go ahead and change this just to compare and contrast. Now, D is gonna be for defects in the seven ways of software development. Before we go any further, I probably should give you some of the backgrounds because I know you're thinking at the time Lean started, there was not really strong emphasis on the world of software, was there? So let's attribute this to the uh, 
creators of this um, alternate universe, if you will. So the Poppendicks were responsible for this in converting the world of lean manufacturing waste to the world of software, if you will. So defects is really the same in this world, right? When we talk about defects in the world of software, we're talking about something that doesn't meet its targets. It does not do or work in a way that it's supposed to. An example of this could be, and I'll just put some examples here because it could be different bugs or incorrect business rules in your software. Because this is specific to software now. Okay, let's talk about the next one. Next in line here, we have overproduction. And overproduction equates to what we would call E extra features. So delivering things that are not needed, that's really what we mean by delivering extra features. You could say features that are not needed. In the world of traditional, we would say you gold-plated. Well, it's a form of waste as well, even in this world. All right, next we have waiting. And waiting in this world of software, we'll just refer to that as delays. And delays just means waiting for something, whatever that thing might be, it's a form of waste. Next, we have non-utilized talent in this world of the eighth one, okay? Officially speaking, this is blank in the world of software, but it's a no-brainer. Non-utilized talent, same thing. You know, we could we could equate that over here. We could say you got a team of people with T-shaped skills and yet you refuse to utilize an individual appropriately. But anyway, let's leave that out of the seven because remember, we're trying to find a mirror image. So let's talk about the next one, transportation. And that is handoffs. So what do we mean by handoffs? Handoffs means the passing of information to someone else, someone who's getting the information or work from someone else, right? If we have improper handoffs or unnecessary handoffs, that will result in waste, okay? Getting the information to someone, if there's any way of reducing that cycle, that part of the cycle time, we want to do it. All right, moving on, the next mirror image that we have here is inventory. And inventory maps to P, partially done work. 
we talk about partially done work, we could talk about WIP, who you've heard from the world of Kanban, work in process or work in progress, however you want to spin it. But it's the work in process, what is going on at that time. If you don't limit your WIP, it's going to result in waste, isn't it? So partially done work refers to anything that's not done in our definition of done, right? So untested code, undocumented or not maintained code, those will all fall into this bucket. Next in the mirror image, we have motion. And motion maps to one of the things I cannot stand. It's called context switching. Some people say task switching. It's a huge waste. Have you not experienced context switching waste when you work on one aspect of your work and you go to another? Don't you feel that sluggishness to get into the very next thing you're trying to get into and then you switch back and it's really bad context switching. So avoid it. There are actually videos on YouTube that show you how context switching uh, could result in really bad waste. So some people call it task switching, like I said, but this refers to how many other tasks an individual needs to do. For example, the amount of tasks done simultaneously or the amount of projects done simultaneously. You have some project managers and they're working on 50 different projects, 30 different projects. And some of them are actively involved in the coding and the testing and the maintenance of whatever is being done. You know, it's quite an endeavor. No wonder they get very little done. They're working on all this stuff, but at the end of the day, there's so little done. All right, let's go to our final one here. Final one is extra processing. And extra processing in this world of software is R, relearning. And you could also refer to this as a waste of knowledge. And what this means is, for example, forgetting decisions that you made. Has that ever happened to you that you learned an application or a tool or you made certain decisions or you went through a vetting of certain solutions only for some time down the road for you to suddenly be unaware of what you did or to have too fuzzy knowledge about what you did, then you got to go back and either relearn a system or relearn a decision or re relearn a protocol all over again, you know, trying solutions that you've already tried uh, or the inability to use knowledge of people who have that knowledge, but you just are not connected to them in some way. All of those are wastes. And we could talk about this more and more, but I think at this level, if you remember defects in lean manufacturing equates to defects in software, overproduction equates to 
extra features waiting equates to delays. Just remember that N goes away here, right? But you could argue that, yeah, in the world of software, that is one for sure that we could, we could be aware of, right? Want to use those T-shaped scales, the broken comb, paint drip profiles. Why not use them? You got someone on the team who can. That's the mindset. All right, the T, transportation, equates to handoffs. The I, inventory, equates to partially done work. The M for motion equates to context switching. And the E, extra processing, equates to relearning or waste of knowledge. All right, I hope you have found this to be helpful. I know we took quite a bit of time going through them, but the purpose was to make it as slow as possible so that you could absorb the content. The more you listen to it, the more it's gonna get into your subconscious. I think we have a couple of questions like this on our mock exam. On the actual ACP exam, I'll just be honest, I don't recall seeing a question centered on, on the seven wastes, you know, but I think uh, other folks who are studying this concept will find value from it. Thanks for joining me. And of course, I hope you listen to it on times two because I talked extra slow today. You take care, my friends. Talk to you soon.